0: And welcome to the Happy Hour Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so excited that you're here. Welcome to the month of September. We made it. Every week on this show, I invite a girlfriend to join me, and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. I want to thank Spice Islands for helping making this show happen. Guys, whether you're looking for flavor adventure or simply better tasting meals, fill your pantry with Spice Islands. Because by sun drying many of their spices and de-stemming their chili peppers by hand, Spice Island uses a craft approach to capture the volatile oil which gives flavor to each spice. And whether it be Saigon cinnamon, dill weed, bay leaves, garlic powder, cumin, or turmeric, they maintain a strict standard for each item to ensure consistency, quality, and flavor. Guys, visit SpiceIslands.com slash happy hour for more spice facts and delicious recipes and pick up Spice Island spices in the premium spice section of your local retailers. My husband was a tad bit excited when Spice Island sent us a box. So thanks, guys. Guys, you're listening to episode number 157. And today my guest is Catherine Lowe. I first knew about Catherine, maybe like some of you, from her time on the TV show, The Bachelor. It was there that we watched her and Sean fall in love and beat the odds of actually making it as a couple. Now, to this day, they are married and have a cutie pie little baby as well. Catherine's sister-in-law, Shay Scholl, who is Sean's sister, has been on the show before. So be sure and find those episodes to check out as well. That was the last time I watched The Bachelor was when Catherine was on there. Then I started hearing about her from my friends Kat Armstrong and Jen Jet, who have both been on the show as well. And so finally we made it official and Catherine and I met and recorded the show this summer at our mutual friend Jen's house. Today on the show, Catherine shares stories of falling in love with Sean on TV. She talks about something that happened behind the scenes, which I was so intrigued by, and how her faith became real to her. That was just such a phenomenal part of her story and some of the struggles that they encountered early in their relationship of being thrown straight into the spotlight. I mean, they met on national TV and then everything was public. Guys, I love the show with Catherine. I know you're going to love it as well. Find me over at Instagram and tell me what you loved about it. You can find me at Jamie Ivey. Guys, I have been teasing that I need to tell you something really exciting for a while and I'm not trying to be mean. It's just that I can't say anything until they tell me I can say something and they keep thinking I can say something and then I can't say something. But let me tell you, you are going to want to know about this. It's something really fun with Noonday Collection and they and us are finalizing all the details, but I can promise you that next week I will have more to tell you. I promise. Hold on because you're going to want to know this. Also, we're still giving and praying for those affected by Hurricane Harvey. I've posted several ways on Instagram and on my blog jamieivy.com where you can help. Even if you don't live here in Texas, we still need your help. We're just begging and pleading for you to do something with us. Donate, serve, give. Everything makes a difference, I promise you guys, because as we know and we say all the time, everything is better together. Guys, if you're coming to the Happy Hour Live, that's this weekend. Yay! We're accepting donations there. Otherwise, check my blog for other ways to give. Okay, friends. Here is my conversation with Katherine Lowe. Catherine, welcome to the happy hour. Thank you. We just <laughs> met when you just walked in. Yes. We're at our mutual friend Jen's house. We have a live audience today. <laughs> Hi Jen. <laughs> Are you gonna clap for us? Yes. For one single
1: clap. Uh-huh. yes.
0: <laughs> we should do like more live audience interviews. I just feel like invite my friends over. Yeah, it
1: definitely feels different. Yeah. When you do. Okay.
0: Catherine Lowe, welcome to the happy hour. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. Me too. You've been highly requested to come on the show. (laughs) Oh, that's sweet. That's nice to know. The people have been waiting, and so now we're going to give them what they're asking (laughs) for. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. That's no
1: pressure. Okay, so your sister-in-law, Shay. Yes. Has been on. Yeah. I'm sure she's been on it. I'm I'm surprised she hasn't been on the moon yet because she's been everywhere. She's amazing. I know. And this, this show's going to be about you, but just for a minute. I know, hard act to fault, I'm <laughs> not going to lie. I'm like, how did I get into this family that is perfect? <laughs> okay, can I tell you about the family real quick? I think I told Shay this. Okay, the first time Shay was on, and
0: you, I think you're going to tell me that you're not surprised by this. The first time yeah, that Shay was on, her dad wrote me a handwritten <laughs> note thanking me for having her on and telling me that he's like my son and my daughter and daughter-in-law have done a lot of interviews and you did an amazing job. He wrote that to me.
1: He's, I kept that note. I don't know lover. this man. I've
0: never met him, but it was one of the kindest acts that's ever been done to me.
1: He is a very sweet man. I get texts all the time. It doesn't surprise me because Jay sends me texts randomly. Just, you know, it could be a Tuesday at two o'clock. Be like, I love you so much. I'm so glad that God blessed my son with you. I've been praying for you. I'm like, what what is he doing right now? That he's not makes selling him... insurance. He's
0: encouraging people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he is a, he is a very sweet man who is just he's a lover, and I'm glad that he's in my life. I mean, and he obviously blesses so many people and
0: random strangers. I,
1: the happy hour. I married really. I married Sean for his family. <laughs> You're like, I like <laughs> you, but I met your family right. and I'm in. Yes, I married the family. Hey, it makes a big difference. Humongous. Everything. Hum- I, you know, when people have the conversations like, oh, in laws, blah blah. I have. I can't relate to them one bit. That's because amazing. I'm like, I talked to his mom today, Sherry Low. Like, call Sherry Lowe. and <laughs> of she, she, she has the best accent. She knows that I talk about her in her accent, uh-huh. but she called, we talked to get today and we scheduled a, another play date on Saturday. So we, Sean and I see them probably weekly. Well, more than weekly yeah. because she comes over to help with Samuel every Tuesday, but we see them as often as we can because we're really close to them. That's amazing. I love it.
0: So what's amazing about all of this to me, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about this because you told me that we could in your thing. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's no surprise that people have probably know who you are from the 17th. Is that right? 17th. That's my Season... favorite number.
1: So it's, it's easy to It was to your remember. favorite number before then? Oh yeah. Why? Well, what's funny. Okay. So when I was, I was in sixth grade, I played football and I was always, Tackle? yes, I was always kind of boy crazy, but I played on a <laughs> team with boys And I was number nine. My practice number was nine. And the guy I liked was 17. And so forever, you know, when you're sixth grade, you start getting like obsessed with certain things and then they just become part of just every day. You are, yeah. My favorite real number is 917 because those were two matched together. Because that was your practice jersey and And that that was was his his jersey. Yeah. And so 917 was always my favorite. And then just 17 to not be a crazy person. Like whose number is three digits long? So I'm 17. And also Sean's mom's favorite number is 17. So... You know, it's just. And this episode
0: is releasing in September of seventeen, which is nine (gasps) seventeen.
1: This was meant to be. See, I told you nine (laughs) seventeen. It keeps coming up. I'm like, thank you. Okay, so seventeen was
0: your crush's football jersey. Yes. And then you were on the seventeenth season of The Bachelor. Did you know I'm going on to the seventeenth season? My favorite number. I had no clue. But when you found out it's the seventeenth season, did you think, oh, this is cool because it's my favorite number? Or it never. You
1: know, it doesn't occur to me because I know it just always wants to be next to me. So I was like, cool. It It just happens. It does. (laughs) That's
0: hilarious. The things you don't know about someone. Did you know this
1: Jen As her friend? See? (laughs) It is a random thing that you It's random, yeah.
0: Okay, so 17th season of The Bachelor. And I actually, I'm sure that you have said this, but I have never actually heard. I would love to hear, how'd you sign up to be on The Bachelor?
1: Sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a huge part of my story. I think it also tells a lot about me and just the funny things that happened in my life. So I never watched The Bachelor. I was never a Bachelor fan. You never saw it before you no. went on it? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, I mean, of course you hear about for it sure. and you can't. It's not. A, but it's a commitment. Yeah. So like you have to commit two hours every week for however long the show is I haven't on. watched it in forever because of that. It's oh, such a I know. commitment. I know. And I'm like, oh, if you miss one, you gotta then it's four hours. <laughs> I it's know. just too much. That's why I haven't watched the season. I can't talk and about it. Every so time it's much. like the most exciting rose ceremony I, well, ever. Of <laughs> well, says Chris Harrison. Yeah. But um, I was living in Seattle, which is where I'm from. And I was working at Amazon. I had a great job. I was living near my family. I was dating someone. And my best friend, Krista, who is always a reoccurring, huge milestone partner in my life, she watched the show and she saw Ashley Rosenbaum, now Rosenbaum, meet JP. Right. I remember that one. And so she was like, oh my gosh, I need you to meet your JP and just was obsessing over this relationship. She's married and she knows I'm always up to do anything. And she was always like the silent partner in our friendship. And I was always like the the outgoing person. And she's like, I'm going to sign up for the show. I'm like, don't do that. One, they usually drink and I'm not a drinker. Uh Number two, they're always in bikinis and I don't wear bikinis. And number three, why would I just, it's just so not me and I'm dating a guy. Yeah. She's like, I don't care. I don't care. What picture do you want? And I'm just like, you're just so crazy. And that was October of 2010, I think. And so you did it one night just out of the sheer fun of Ashley and JP. And then three months later, I get a call at work and it's The Bachelor casting. And I just start giggling to myself. And I'm like, she really did it. Uh And again, still dating that same guy. Had a great life. I just had such a blast. And I was like, you know what? What's the harm of getting an email? Like, these people just want to send me more information. And I'm hugely flattered. Yeah. Like, I do not consider myself one of the caliber of those girls. And uh, I just, like, it's like, sure. I mean, an email doesn't mean I'm signing up for this. So they sent me an email. But the call I make right after that call was to the guy I was dating. And it was long distance. And it was kind of casual. But I, when I'm in a relationship, I'm in a relationship. Even though we weren't called boyfriend and girlfriend. He was my boyfriend. And I called him and and he, I was like, how stupid is that? I cannot believe that they called me. Krista did this, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, you should do it. And you're like, oh, I thought you were my boyfriend. Exactly. I'm like, okay, are you trying to tell me something? I was like, that's not really the response I expected. Yeah. And he's like, why not? I thought you wanted to be famous. Backtrack. I'm a graphic designer who takes the bus to work Uh in Seattle. (laughs) I don't wash my hair or shower, really. I'm walking in my Birkenstocks work. When in this scenario <laughs> have I wanted to be famous? So he obviously just wanted to get rid of me. Right. And I was like, okay, then that was the easiest breakup ever. And you're like, and you know what? I am doing this. <laughs> yeah, but it, the casting is nine months. And so between that time I was dating other people. I'm like, they're probably not going to call me back. So I just lived my life as if it wasn't going to happen. But of course, every two weeks when they sent me a new thing that I needed to do to see if, if I would get on... Uh, I'd get like just giddy about it. What did you have to do? oh my gosh so much like 25 pages of documents to sign you should do a video you have to they come in and fly and, and see that if you're good on camera oh, they ask you, you all these to questions commit. I mean you're like no then they fly you to work. LA they take your blood they take your pee they, they take te- your blood well they want to see if you have like Oh yeah, SVs, that's true. But like that's things. good
0: I like that I never would have thought of that oh yeah it's okay. bad
1: and then they you know do a psych analysis on you they do everything because they want crazy people too well right and so they're saying <laughs> they're saying are you the, here for the guy or are you good for TV I mean, exactly and so I <laughs> I think probably and i'm i'm gonna say this in the best intention but i don't really care i bet it was because i'm filipino because i'm oh. not on, on paper i am not sean Lowe type uh-huh. and number two i'm not good for tv like i wasn't crazy and i uh-huh. wasn't an alcoholic and right. i wasn't like just You're just a wearing character. your socks walking to work <laughs> I mean, so i'm just... like why would the bachelor want me i don't know yeah but i'm grateful because uh-huh. i was like well why not and yeah. so you know all throughout all that time i was like you know, they're probably not going to pick me and, and thinking on the back of my head, yeah, you know, I'm probably just going to go on with my life and it will be a fun, it's funny story to tell people uh-huh. that I was cast for, or I was potentially cast. But there's 10,000 entries every season. Stop. And I'm thinking, okay, obviously this is a God thing. He put 10, me in front of Sean Lowe. 10,000 entries. Yeah. And then you're watching, so you watch the show to see if there are any guys that you're even, you know, even potentially uh-huh. remotely attracted to. And so that was the first season I watched was Emily's season. And I mean, because I wanted to be true to myself and say, well, why would I just go on just because it's TV? Right. I got to go on for the guy that I like. So that was
0: the first season you watched was Emily's.
1: Yeah, and I like, think I watched okay. in between. So they called me in January, I believe. And I think nothing started until March. So I watched some of Ben it okay. season, okay. just a couple episodes. See the wine, ma- who's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He's the wine guy. Got it. And so I really just saw kind of what the girls were like and what I would be getting myself into potentially. And I, I mean, I wasn't super impressed until I saw Sean on Emily's season. And I was like, dang, this guy is not only super attractive and so my type, I like muscles and uh-huh. I like big boys, <laughs> but he's blonde and blue eyed, all American, uh-huh. totally my type uh-huh. physically, but he has a great family. He's a guy with values, good guy. I never was into bad boys. And so Sean Lowe was like this shiny example of exactly what I wanted. And I'm like, this guy's not gonna go for me at all, but if I'm gonna do it, why not do it with a guy that I would actually be attracted to. So you got to say?
0: Yeah. I will I do like, it if
1: well you can say no, of course. Yeah, of that's course. your free will. And so I was like, Well, you guys all have to tell me if it's Sean Lowe or if it and I call him Sean Lowe, even just to his face. He's Sean Lowe to I me. call my hair, my husband
0: Aaron Ivy all the time. See, it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I don't know what it is. It's just, just easily. It's, exactly yeah. it's just your name. Aaron Ivy, Sean Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there was rumors going around that it was gonna be Ari and I wasn't into he's kind of a bad boy. Is that I was driver? Yes. Okay, got it. And then there's other things that was Roberto and I was like, Yeah, I mean, they're I just know, yeah. it's Sean Lowe is my exact type and so if it's not him I'm out I'm out and they knew that and so they told me and they told me on camera and they got this big reaction and whatever but so most of the time when the girls literally step out of the limo is that the first time they know who it is I don't know I mean honestly I don't know but I had to I had to know and I think they probably tell you just so you know what to expect but yeah they told me I think a month in advance or maybe even just two weeks in advance and then I put in my two weeks notice at Amazon and then you quit yeah, but I was like really excited. I'm 26. Hey, I'm I say a all the designer. time. I'm like, I'll I'll get it back. Whatever. I'll say all the
0: time. If I wasn't married, I would want to go on the. I told Jen this when we did our interview together. I would go on the Bachelor, and i meant want to make it up to like I don't know, like
1: top 10, and then because you get to go travel everywhere. I mean, where you went amazing places. I did, but at the same time, and I wish I was on not. This is the only thing I'll say I wish I was on Juan Pablo season for is for the travel because he's an international guy. So they wanted to really market the international thing. So they went to like South North no, South, South Korea. North. Like, yeah. Wait, that's right. Yeah. They went to like a ton of really cool places. Sean Lowe is like an all-American guy, so we went to Montana, <laughs> which was beautiful. Which Montana is beautiful. It, it is, but it's still, you know, it's I could, still I could go States. to Montana. I could yeah. drive to Montana from Seattle. But yeah, we went to Thailand. We went to St. Croix. We went to Canada. I mean- Where was the elephant? Thailand? That was Thailand. We were there for a a pretty long time. Okay, so
0: you go on The Bachelor. You're you're doing this. This is going to be fun. This is going to be crazy, whatever. I would imagine at some point, obviously, you start to think, holy crap, like this isn't just fun. Like I actually really like this guy. Right. Yeah. yeah. For, I mean, well, obviously, yeah, so here we it are. happens. <laughs> Years later, <laughs> I'm trying
1: later. to think, I'm trying out, like my my no, eyes I, are trying to figure of course out that when totally that was.
0: happened. Um, and then we all know, obviously, we get to the end, and he asks you to marry him, and then you go home. Mm-hmm. And all we see as like regular Americans watching this TV show is that you guys just go home, and then next week you're on After the Rose. Yes. But yes. In our eyes, as viewers, but how many months are between there?
1: I think it's four, three or four months. So we ended November. I don't know. Right before Thanksgiving, and then you are announced like March seventh or tenth or something. So what? That's three months. So you go home three and a half months, and you can't tell anybody. I mean, you got it. There are people you trust. Obviously, I'm telling my family, right, and telling my best friends. But 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 literally, yeah. I mean, go to work. I uh went back to work. They hired me back uh, for the same position, and it was a twilight zone. I mean, I'm a very talkative person. I'm a very open book. And you're going to work and you can't talk about anything. And so you feel very just floating in this dream because you you don't have a ring. You can't pretend like you're engaged. So you're like, did that even just happen? Right. You're going back to the same life, same you know house that I lived in, same job, same route to work. I could see how it would feel like, is this it's real? It's very, very strange. But yet you're
0: talking to Sean. Yes. So you're having this long distance phone relationship, which sucks, anyways. You have to like
1: change their name in your phone, and you can't tell anybody that your name Milo. Milo, because he's Milo, L O, so M Y L O, and his picture was Chris Hemsworth holding a baby, (laughs) and it still is. It's still all that. He's still Milo in your phone, and he still has Chris Hemsworth. What was your name? (laughs) Gaia McSnugs. (laughs) Guy Snugs, I love it. Yeah. So, I mean, we're silly people together, but at that time was a very confusing time for me because people are, my boss's boss, who I just, I loved this man. He was such a genius. He kind of, he was just a really nice guy, but you're walking through the hallways of work and he's like, hey, good job last night. And number one, that Episode was me kissing Sean, and I was like, "This is so awkward! Like, you're telling me that you saw my first kiss with my now fiance, but you don't know it." So it's just this weird we all thing. Saw it.
0: That's so weird. Yeah,
1: but then you you don't know because you're in this weird alternate yeah, reality, for sure. That people are watching you develop feelings for your fiance. Like it just and it's they're a also very watching
0: weird... the whole
1: thing. Yeah, they're watching him develop feelings. Okay, for so other what people. was like
0: that for you? What was that like for you? Did you watch it? I did. I watched every week. With who?
1: My mom okay. or my
0: friends or you whatever. You like a bachelor party at your house.
1: Um, I'm not usually, I'm not like that okay. anyways. I mean, I, I definitely had a couple episodes where I knew like the women tell all. I was like, okay, I'm gonna be with my girlfriends and we'll talk about the girls and I'll tell them insider information. Yeah. But, you know, mostly I was just with my mom and right. my family. And I, I, I mean, that's just who I am naturally. Right. I'm not gonna just make a big deal out of it. But um, yeah, I didn't have a hard time with it. You didn't. I think there was only one episode where I was like, "Okay, this hurts my heart." But the other ones, I was like, "These are really cool memories." I I loved the girls most of them, and I was like, "This is a fun kind of scrapbook into what I just went through." And having other people see how crazy it was, so that I wasn't just thinking about it in my uh-huh. you know my own yeah. head. So yeah. it really just came to light and about my life in the last yeah. couple months. Did you guys talk after each episode? Yeah, Sean, usually we and did. Uh, and he was he was probably very like, okay, I don't know how she's going to feel because uh, I made imagine? out with blah, 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 blah. But what's really funny is Leslie Murphy, who's one of my close friends, she was my best friend in the house. And even during her episodes of like her making a record of making out with Sean and she was still one of my bridesmaids. I mean, it's, you develop these relationships with the girls way more and way faster than yeah. you do with the guy because you see them all the time and, you yeah. you know, you have sleepovers with them right. and you talk about all these things all day. And you see Sean, I saw Sean probably the equivalent of like 48 hours. Through the whole through time. Through the whole yeah. time. And so these girls, you spend a friends. ton of time with yeah. them. Yeah. Sleeping yeah. in the same bed with them. And so you just see... Watching this back, you see, okay, well, now I see why they weren't talking to them. And you see the back end of everything. Yeah. And you just get to watch, you know, you and and the got me and Sean yeah. yeah. develop this cool relationship.
0: I'm only going to refer to him as Milo from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45 minute hip hop class. It gets me moving, it gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music. Just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. That's onepeloton.com. We dwell on a lot in our lives, we dwell on some problems, we dwell on the past. We often wake up first thing in the morning and our minds are already dwelling on it, whatever it could be of our crazy schedules, worrying about our health, tough periods of parenting, sadness, over loss. The list goes on and on and on. And sometimes it seems impossible to do anything but dwell on it. That is why Dwell was created, because we can dwell differently. Dwell is a Bible memorization tool. You can easily memorize one Bible verse for every month. One of my favorite ones that we have memorized so far is Romans 12, 12, which says, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. And in fact, I keep the tag that they send me on my key ring and so I can look through them. And just today I pulled that up and said that verse out loud. Dwell offers memberships that starting at $9.95 per month. Some of the memorization tools that you get include temporary tattoos, vinyl stickers, art prints. You guys, this is a great, great, great thing for families to have, for teenagers to have, to help with little kids. Go to dwelldifferently.com. Use code JAMIE15 for a 15% discount on a prepaid membership. That's dwelldifferently.com. <laughs> uh, okay, so you get engaged, you go home, you live this weird life of like, did this happen? Mm-hmm. What What's going on here? And then you guys get to be together like in public you get to be kind of okay why
1: well he's on dance with stars holy crap i forgot about that yeah so this was and sean knows how crazy i hurtful about this was. That. emotional roller coaster so you're so, on this high how
0: soon after it's announced after the final rose did he go on dance with the stars okay
1: so he was already living in la training or practicing so he was already going to be on it that was out Right, but when he described it to me, it was like, oh, three hours a day of training or dancing, and then I'd be, get to be with you. And so I planned to go to LA because that's where he was going to be. And so I moved, I moved, I had all, I, all my pack, stuff packed. I was in a hotel room right before, after the final rose. So that airs live. Uh-huh. And then right after that show, you fly to New York to do the morning. Oh, all the stuff, all yeah. All the Good Morning America, all that stuff. And you're announced as a couple, but what I didn't know, and this really rubbed me the wrong way, was, and it did not set up my relationship for the dance partner very well, because her name's Peta, and she just got married, awesome. And she just had a baby. But we, the first interview I ever had on Good Morning America, as the couple, was also sitting next to Peta. You didn't know that was gonna happen? No. And I was livid. So it was like the three of y'all. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. Like my first, I was on a high, like, yay, I can finally yes. hold my hand, hold love Sean's my, hand my and boo, talk about yeah. everything. But yet the, the partnering story was he was on Dance with the Stars. So I just, I was really rubbed the wrong way and it made me feel super unspecial. And again, in the shadows, like I don't care about being in the spotlight. I've never cared about that, but This is my man. And I've been waiting for him. I had to watch all this stuff. Then I have to watch you again with some girl once you're mine. It's not fair. It's just not something that any girl wants to go through. So
0: this is how you and Sean started with this dress.
1: Yes. And I just remember like feeling just heated and like pretending i'm i think most girls if we can watch do it you on
0: good morning america can we tell that you're a little or did you just handle it well?
1: i mean i think i can fake it uh-huh. very well uh-huh. and i think most girls when you're getting a fight with your guy and you come to a party and you're like hey right. you have to do that <laughs> yeah. i mean you just you don't let yes. it affect you unless you want it to yeah. affect you but you you just try and play a me and put a pretty face on. Just like, I'm sure Melania, you've seen like those pictures where you know her face is like totally ready, but she doesn't like hug Donald uh-huh. or something. There's some memes going yeah, around uh-huh. where she like just does not want to talk yeah. to him. It was kind of like that, like, Sean, don't touch me uh-huh. right now. I'm very upset. But I love but you. am so, pretty, so, I'm to be so yeah, Thank you for having uh- us. <laughs> like you just can fake it. And that's just, I think it's a girl
0: thing. Okay, so this is how you started. And then y'all are in LA and he's doing Dancing with the Stars. Oh how did your relationship you, you have a it very didn't. healthy, beautiful relationship now. Yeah. How did it stick?
1: With a lot of work, a lot of problems, because it's twofold. You are engaged, which is a very serious thing to somebody that you just got their phone number. Okay, you don't get, their, you don't get your phone number until a ring is on your finger. It's very bizarre, backward thing but you're trying to get to know this person even though you've committed something you to can, them. Yeah. I mean you're you have a ring on your finger yeah. and you're like, "Hey, what do you like to eat for breakfast every morning?" <laughs> like you learn these weird yeah. things. And so I and I gave up my job. I left my family to move to LA so I could be with him. Yet he's working at 10 hours a day dancing with an attractive Naked woman, pretty much every day, and you have to support it, and it is a very hard thing to do when you have nothing to do all day except try to be pretty for the next show. Like, it's the most opposite thing that I've ever experienced. It, like,
0: wasn't even who you were at all. So it's not like you came into this
1: like, former oh, Miss I'm Washington go yeah. all day uh-huh. and like go get makeup. Con- you know, right. it's just it's a very weird thing, and so I had to figure out how to stay with this man. Because when Sean and I said yes to being a uh, fiance's, we were for real about it. And I was thinking, well, this isn't a relationship. Yeah. I'm alone all day uh-huh. in Hollywood. So are you saying these things to him? Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Like, so you guys are working, fighting, working this right, out. but he's still a boy. Uh-huh. He's still a guy. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. He's a guy. Yeah.
1: And he's like, I don't get it. I don't understand why. I love you. Yeah. i do just know going why, to work. Yeah, I'm just going to work. But I'm like, I <laughs> I have to clap for you yeah. while you touch her body like yeah. that? Like, what the heck? Can right. smile about it uh-huh. on camera? And
0: you guys have been open about this. He wasn't touching you in all kinds of different right. places. So, so then... I was like, wait, wait. So <laughs> I have to be respectful, but you. Right. And
1: like, I know there was nothing for there. For sure, 100%. But come on. Yeah,
0: it's hard.
1: And people get together on that show all the, all the time. time. Yes. Because it's very sensual thing. And to me, yeah. I'm a da- I'm, I am like to dance uh-huh. and I consider it a completely sensual thing yes. when it's that type of dance. Uh-huh. And it, acting as well. You have to really get into yeah. that character. But Sean is a very different, he's just a guy, he's a dude. He was just doing his thing.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I don't even know this. How far did he go in
1: that? He got up to six which is ha- so there's 12 to start there's six but that was like 3 months. Oh, okay. So you're it's twice a week that you're watching them dance or be up there together touching uh-huh. each other on screen <laughs> and you have to watch it. And I his parents, of course, they came up every week. Uh-huh. They came from Dallas yeah. to LA every week. And I just confessed all of it to his mom. And I you was like, is "This is hurting my feelings? And I don't like it. And I cried to her so often. And, you know, no one can really relate yeah. to this situation because it's, 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 who, not it's so norm. bizarre. Yeah. You already watched him uh-huh. do all these things with the girls. I passed that test. Uh-huh. I was like, cool, I'm good. I mean, as long as we're together at the end, it's fine. Yeah. But then I got to do it when you're holding my hand. And that's not cool. Yeah. So I was... I was in a very bad, probably depressed. I, I bet I would I would say I was depressed. Okay, so you guys worked through that. Yes, through he many fights. Off of, <laughs> he got off of the show. Yes, and then it was- Were you so happy when I he got went, eliminated? It was perfect. I know. <laughs> I'm like, please let it be this week. But it happened to be the week that he got sent home was for a dance, which like made me the most mad, was she was wearing a wedding dress and he was wearing a tux and they were supposed to be getting married on the Thing. and all over the place, there were these tabloid magazines saying they were cheating together, Aww. you know? And so I'm like, oh, good job. Choose a dance where you guys get married. This is really fun. Like, I'm gonna clap so hard for you. It Are you saying those things to him? It me off. Yes. Yes. Oh, and it was right before a red carpet event and I will show you the pictures. I am a great faker. I will show you the pictures on the way to this event where we had to do interviews, all these things. He was like, oh, yeah. I was like, well, what, what? I liked to pair my outfits to what they were wearing just because I was like, "What else am I doing with my right, life? Exactly. I want to be fun <laughs> and have fun. And they were like, oh, well, I'm wearing, he's like, I'm wearing a tux and she's wearing a wedding dress. He told you on the way to the event in oh, the car? Oh, my gosh. Feel, you could feel the, the car getting hotter. Like you knew even, he could probably feel the heat coming off of my face. I was so pissed. Didn't speak to him the whole time. And it was a then horrible event. And then you all got out and smiled and oh, took yeah. pictures together? Oh, and I felt like I was gonna vomit the whole time. I felt like I was gonna puke, 100% I'm gonna puke. Um, and then I had to go to their fittings. And these girls were like, oh, are you gonna, you can't look at her wedding dress and like all this stuff. My gosh. Which, which for dancers, that's normal. And I get it. And yeah. I'm like, hey, you know what? But I'm a normal girl. Uh-huh. I'm not in this world. Right. So I have to watch this. So, anyways, the day he gets. Sent home. I was like, thank you, Jesus. I can't handle this anymore. I so am. So did in they the do the wedding
0: dance? They did it. Okay, and that's what he got sent home with.
1: Yeah. It really I was like, I told my mother in law, you gotta hold my hand through this because it was just rough. You can't watch someone else, that you're yes, you know, you yes. spending yes. more time All things, with her yeah. than she's spending yeah. time with
0: you. So So y'all made it through that in LA yes. and then did
1: he came back to Dallas. No, we lived in L.A. for a while. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so we lived in L.A. Uh, he had to be at the finale, and then we just stayed there to see if there was anything there um, just for us to do. Because, yeah. you know, we're in the spotlight. We're like, hey, let's take advantage of opportunities if we can. Uh-huh. But the day he got sent home, I think that night after he, like, had rest, because he was so, he was so um, just spent from dancing. I mean, he was getting skinny because he was, he was doing cardio. And you're like, like a big boy. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that night we like binge watch Breaking Bad and like the things that we are supposed to do. That's just who we are is we're eating Thai food at 2 Mm a.m. and watching um, Breaking Bad till 4. Yeah. And you got back. You felt like, here we are. We're back to where we're supposed to be. It was perfect. Like the day after it was like, okay, this is where we're supposed to be. But it was, we're starting from day one again. Yeah. Yeah. And we had never started from day one because we never had a day one. So we're like, hey, let's go on a date. Let's actually be boyfriend and girlfriend in like a real life. That's six months, seven months into an engagement. Uh You finally go on a first date. Like, it's so weird.
0: Okay, guys, I know you're loving this show with Catherine, but I want to thank our sponsors because they make the happy hour happen. I want to thank Wink for making the show happen today. Guys, you know, when you have a great glass of wine, it enhances the moment. And Wink understands this and offers exceptional wines from around the world to give you more of those moments. Just go to Try Wink, and that is T-R-Y-W-I-N-C dot com to take a brief palate profile quiz. And Wink will recommend distinct and interesting wines to be shipped directly to your door every month. Here's the best part, guys. None of your time is wasted guessing what you might like. Because, you know, you go to the store and you just pick a wine bottle by the cover, right? Maybe I do that. But Wink bases the wines that they send on your taste preferences. They're even going to introduce you to new, rare, and custom wines that are not available anywhere else and tell you the story behind each wine. For example, we just got our shipment of wine, and one of the things they sent us was a 2013 Porter & Plot Syrah. And they told us when they sent us this about this particular wine that spent two years in oak cask which is what gives it a little bit more complexity. And we loved it. We had it the other night with dinner. And Wink chose that for us, and we would have never known about that wine. So with Wink, you can join for free, you can skip any month, and you can cancel any They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee, so you never pay for a bottle that you don't like. Right now, guys, Wink is offering listeners $20 off your first order when you go to trywink.com happy. They're even going to cover the cost of shipping for you guys. That's Try Wink. I'm going to spell it for you. It's T-R-Y, and then Wink is W-I-N-C.com slash happy to get $20 off your first order now, plus complimentary shipping. Try slash happy. Okay, guys, I also want to thank Away for sponsoring the happy hour today. Away offers high-quality luggage that is designed to be resilient, resourceful, and essential to the way that you travel. Away luggage is available in a variety of colors and four sizes, including carry-on sizes that are compliant with all major U.S. airlines. The Away suitcase is lightweight and made with premium German polycarbonate that's unrivaled in strength and impact resistance. Not to mention, you guys, it features a TSA-approved combination lock, four 360-degree spinner wheels, and a patent-pended compression system to help overpackers. I'm raising my hand on that one. Better yet, guys, both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge anything that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge will power your iPhone five times. Did you guys hear what I just said? The carry-on bag can charge your iPhone. Guys, I have carry-on from away, and I have traveled with it a couple times on my last trips, and I love it. Not only can I pack everything that I bring with me, I can pack everything I bring home with me, and I never have a dead phone in an airport. It is a game changer for traveling. Guys, you can try out Away for 100 days. Vibe with it, travel with it, Instagram it, and if at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund. Shipping is free within the lower 48 states, and thanks to Away's lifetime warranty, if anything breaks, they'll fix it, so you've got nothing to lose. Guys, for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash happy hour and use the promo code happy hour during checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash happy hour. Promo code Happy Hour for $20 off your away suitcase. All right, guys. Thanks to Wink and Away. And now we are back to the show with Catherine. Okay, so I feel like you guys hit a lot of hard stuff at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. And so I'm sure going into your marriage, there is a part where you're probably like, okay, we have actually survived a lot. Oh yeah. If I can survive the wedding dance. I can yeah. survive a lot. For sure. Okay, so I want to know about this though because um I don't know about your faith journey. Yeah. And so what does that look like coming going into the bachelor, coming off yeah. the show, dating, marriage? What has that been like for you?
1: It's been just as roller coastery. I mean, now I'm on the high and I will be. I will stay on that high. But I started out, my mom's Catholic, Filipinos are always Catholic, and my dad, white guys aren't always Buddhist, but he was Buddhist. <laughs> He was from Georgia, and he just became a Buddhist. And I grew up in a very confused household.
0: They were both practicing Catholic Buddhist.
1: My mom was always practicing Catholic. My dad started out Buddhist, then he was like Unitarian, okay. and so he was trying to discover his faith. But it was just confusing as a as a child. But I went to church camps, and I went to like Young Life, yeah, and uh-huh. I did I did all those things because I love nice people. Yeah, and so I was always in the good crowd. And for some reason, it didn't resonate with me exactly why they were so nice until later on in life. But when I saw Sean Lowe on his season, I saw this light, which now I know is Jesus. I mean, I knew it because he just was so, I, I in my wedding vows, I said, you were light to my bug, I had to find you. And he's obviously exuding this light that I the didn't same know The light you had from. seen
0: from all of those people in Young Life. Yes, and yeah, you're like, yeah. I know this. Yeah,
1: I'm like, this is really cool. Uh-huh. And it just attracts me. And so I knew he was a Christian. I knew he could choose a Christian girl. And so on the show, you see all these Christian girls and you're like, "Oh, he's not going to pick me." You know, just because you so didn't very, like put yeah. yourself up as, "Okay." No, because I wasn't. I didn't gotcha. I didn't know God. Uh-huh. I, well, I I knew that God existed, but I didn't know you weren't following Jesus. Right. Yeah. I didn't I didn't understand any of that. And so at 26, I'm seeing all these girls choose instead of like going to the pool, they're doing Bible study. And I'm like, on the show? Interesting. Yeah. Like behind the scenes, girls would just, you know, yeah, do a Bible study. Well, no, yeah. I mean, you're, <laughs> that'd be cool because, you know, Sean is a wholesome guy. And mm-hmm. so they cast wholesome girls. Yeah. And, um, one of the, one of the days I was looking at Leslie Hughes, who was on the show too, and she opened her Bible at breakfast or something. And I mean, obviously I know what a Bible is, but I was like, Hey, what are you doing? And she's like, "Oh, I'm just looking at my Bible," and I'm like, "Okay." And I don't know how we got to this con- this part of the conversation. A really nice girl. We weren't close though, but she said something about the back part of the the Bible because I was super daunted. It's a huge book. There's this we, tiny start, print. Right. You're like, "What do you do?" And on the back, or not on the back, but in the back part, it says like, "For when times you are you know lonely or sad or whatever, go to these passages." And when she told me that, I was like, cool, I know how I feel. And so then it's, it makes it easier to navigate through this. If I know how I feel, what are the, what patch, passages should be speaking to me? Like horoscopes. Right. It's like, oh, today uh-huh. you're supposed yeah. blah, 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 whatever. I don't believe in horoscopes. But, um, you know, it just gives you a little bit more of a focus and just guides your day. And so she was like, oh, take it. Um, look at it today and just, you know, go ahead. Yeah. I was like, cool. And so I was like, look, I was like, cool. These are, you know, for times I'm happy. I get to read this. And it just, it really just sparked something in me and didn't really think about it until the day before Sean proposed. And I, you know, I, again, I wasn't convinced that he would pick me until he picked me. Really? Just because I I didn't want to be set up for failure. I didn't want to be disappointed. And I also knew that if he didn't pick me, one, it was for a reason. And two, I'd go back to an amazing life. Yeah. So it wasn't going to, you know, break my heart. Obviously I was in love with him, but... Um, You know, life goes on. Yeah. But the day before, and people don't know this because they didn't show this on the the screen. And I've told this in every one of my testimonies because it shows Sean's faith so strongly. And, you know, when people say they're Christian, sometimes they say it and Uh they don't mean it or whatever. It's a different whatever. I don't know. But Sean was super true to what he was saying and what he wasn't saying. And he was just showing. But... It was like 1130 at night in Thailand. It was the night before the potential proposal. And I was just getting ready. I was enjoying this amazing place that I was in. And I was getting taking a shower and I was had my white strips in. I'm like, tomorrow's gonna be a big day. I gotta have some white teeth. And I hear a knock at the door and it's kind of like an open shower and like this suite is really big. And I, so I hear it and I'm like, okay, I gotta get out of the shower. And so I get out of the shower and it's a producer guy and he walks in. And you get really close with everybody that works yeah. there. And so it was just like, okay, I'm in a towel and my hair's wet and I don't have makeup on. What's up? And i buy white strips in. He's like, so what are you doing? I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like midnight. What do you, what do you, what? And he's like, um, what are you, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm just getting ready for tomorrow. I said, are those white strips? I said, yeah. He goes, how long do you have those left in? Like, how, how long do you have left up for them? I said, I don't know, like 20 minutes. And he's like, can you take them out? And I knew that when he said that, Sean was coming. Just because it's like I just care what I'm doing, (laughs) okay. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like I I couldn't look worse right right now. And so I take the white strips out, and I'm in my towel, and I'm super taken aback. But he walks in. You're in your towel with your hair wet. Oh yeah, no makeup on, nothing. But you're tan all the time now at this point. So (laughs) I'm like, okay, at least I have that. Yeah, but he walks in and he was on a mission. He like barely looked at me. He was just very intent on getting this point across. I was like, this is really weird. He goes, I don't have much time because the producers aren't going to give me much time because they're supposed to document everything, but I have to tell you these things. And so he proceeds to tell me, okay, well, um, I'm a, what is it? Republican, conservative, Republican, fiscally and conservative, whatever, socially and Uh whatever. And I'm like, this is what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Like midnight before the potential proposal that you're a conservative? Like, duh, you're from Texas. Yeah. Like, what is, <laughs> Dallas. like, what? Is, why, that's, that's yeah. not surprising no to brainer. me. No brainer. Then it was like, I'm not gonna move in with my fiance until we're married. And I was like, okay. Hey, Like, you know what you do in the fantasy suite and what you don't do in the fantasy suite. Yeah. And at that point, I should have known this guy is for real Christian yeah. and he abides by the Christian uh-huh. law. And Because um, of what didn't happen. Right, yeah. exactly. And so, but then once he started saying this, I was like, whoa, he's for real serious. So I'm not moving in and I'm not having sex until marriage. And I... Again, you meet all these Christians that, you know, obviously don't do that exact, they don't follow exactly, don't have sex until marriage, especially coming from Seattle, super liberal. Right. And I was like, wait, what? Like, you're not, wait, what? And I was super confused as to why at 11th hour, you're telling me these things, why I didn't come up. That had never come up before. never. But I think he was also scared to talk to me about, like directly about faith, because if I said I'm not Christian, he might've been like, Bye. Just because he knows we should be equally yoked, right. but he didn't want to hear it. So I think he was just, you know, praying and making sure that God like would continue to put me uh-huh. in his life if that, if that was really where I was supposed to be. And the last thing he said was, "I will not settle for anything less than a Christ-centered home." And I was like, "Did you even Whoa. know what that meant? Did that just... Did that seem weird? It didn't seem weird." I had a piece about it, but I was also kind of angry with him. I had a piece about it because I knew he's Christian. Yeah, and like, that wasn't a surprise. Right, it yeah. wasn't a surprise. And also, if I had been there that long, I already knew in my heart that's where I was going to be. Like, I knew that's what he would have challenged me to be. Right. Um, and so I, I was just like, okay. He was talking at me for a good 20 minutes about these things that are non-negotiables that you should have told me day two. Like hey, if you're not going to be here and you can't do this, then bye. Which is the great thing about The Bachelor because you get all those conversations, those really serious conversations. Oh, you don't want a family? Bye. Yeah. Like, sorry. that Usually you find that out nine months into the relationship. Nope, it's day two. So 20
0: minutes of talking to you, telling you all these things in your towel, your hair wet. Yes. The 11th hour. Did you think,
1: what? Yeah. I was like, I got really pissed, honestly, because I was like, you're telling me this 11th hour. I you're had pissed pe- at him like I you're had- telling him this? No, because that. he literally just left. He was like, "Da la, 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 bye. I was like, oh my gosh. I bet he was just doing it. Hey, you know what? Tomorrow, if you're not there, I get it. I get it. I gave you- Because I wanted to give it to I gave to you, you the, the chance. First. Yeah. I didn't want to be another person that said, you know, did something so, that worked are completely. So what do you thinking?
0: I mean, besides being mad, like 11th hour, what 11th the 11th hour,
1: that's all I did. I was talking about that. One of the girls, she's called a handler at that point, a, a girl that helps you get to what you need, uh, takes you where you need to be for filming, all these things, preps you for the day. She was in the room next to me and I was like, come here, I need to talk to you. He did this and I was just ranting. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he told me this and he didn't tell me this before and what's going on? And all these like, I had peace about everything right before you came in. And now you're trying to ruffle my feathers and trying to tell me. I mean, it was great. He needed to do that for himself. I already knew that. I was going to take you. I loved your heart. Who cares if you're, the toilet seat is up? Yeah. When you, you know, uh-huh. These are these are big things, but I knew your heart and I knew how good you were. I knew that he had known everyone's name on the crew and that he's treated them respectfully. That's hot. That's something yeah. that I want for uh-huh. my husband. I will do whatever you are leading me to do because I trust your values. I trust how you treat people and I like that. And let's do this. Like, I was cool about it all. He could have told me, I mean, obviously, you can't tell me anything. And yes, I was right. like, yeah, sure, I'll still marry you. But it just frustrated me because maybe he didn't trust that I wasn't going to do it. Bow out after Yeah. You. Yeah. yeah. So, so what I think did he do? So,
0: you go to bed and you're like, okay, I'm cool. Yeah. And then what happened after you, I know you say yes, all those things, but you still have this, like him saying. I'm not, is, yeah, right. You have
1: to be a Christian to so be my wife. That, what does that do for you? Well, I, you know, we obviously get engaged and I'm, I'm sitting on that and I'm like, I don't know where to start. But once I get home, my girlfriend, Krista, she picks me up from the airport. My mom did not pick me from the airport. I, my, my Krista, she picked me up and I was like, it was probably 11 o'clock at night. Cause you come from Thailand and you know, it's this long um, itinerary, but I said, we got to go to church. And she's like, okay. Is she a Christian? She grew up in a Christian home, but it again, is very liberal okay. and just, you know, went to church, yeah. but didn't really yeah. understand the relationship. And she's like, cool, let's do it. And so for the next couple months, when we were, when Sean and I were in secret, Krista and I went to church. We went to studies. We went, we asked the pastor all the questions we had, like, I, there was one funny one where you have to, and you have to be very discreet because people are watching you on the show, but they they don't know if you end up with them. So the pastor I was talking to was a young guy. And I was like trying to skirt around that I had, I had won, I guess. And I was like, so if you are engaged, like just had to just say this very, you know, oh. it was just super weird, but I had to be very direct. And one question was just really funny to me. I said something like, well, you know, lust, I talked about lust and, you know, what does that mean exactly? And he's like, well, you can't lust when you're married. And I was like, I can't be attracted to my husband, and I can't have sexual <laughs> thoughts about him when I married him. And I was like getting really upset, and I'm like, "That sounds so stupid." Like I'm I get not married, yeah. yeah. I just got really like overwhelmed, and in that second, he's like, "No, no, no. It's just not considered lust when you're married." I was like, "Oh, okay." okay now I'm in. <gasps> oh my gosh, because I I could not do that. Right, like just procreate like yeah. this robot. Uh-huh. So yeah. Anyways, so then that started your journey. Yeah. And And then were you sharing mm -hmm. this with Sean? I mean, yeah. yeah. I think I texted him during a Bible study or just a a study that we had learned um, like at the church that we were at. And in the middle of that, I like texted him a verse or something. And I screenshotted what his response, which was that it was the most amazing, beautiful thing I've ever heard you say or seen you write Mm -hmm. or whatever, Uh something that you've told me. And I was like, wow, I'm like, I get to connect and be closer to Sean, even though it's through a text. I can't speak because we're in a Bible study, but I communicated to him that I'm going on this path that he really challenged me to be on. And he was just really attracted to it. And I, yeah, I really like good guys. And that was like total good guy moment. Like, thank you for encouraging me because this is hard. I'm 26 and I'm trying to figure out my life and this new relationship with somebody that I've never seen. You know, it's just, a, it's a very interesting thing. So when do you feel like that faith became real for you? It was in May of the year that we were open because we were in Dancing with the Stars and we were in LA and I just, it he just filled me one night and I was like, wow, okay, I get it now, I'm there. And so I was I was really coming at it, at my faith for reason or like with reason, yeah. like, oh, okay, practically this blah, 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 you know, trying to figure this out because I'm an adult you don't just change your entire perspective without being for real about it. And I wanted to be for real about it. I wanted to get all my questions answered. And then it just was like, okay, I'm going to let go. And it just happened. And from there, it was really hard because again, we're in LA. I don't have a community. I don't have, I mean, we were going to church. We were going to Mosaic, which is a really cool church in LA. But I wasn't being fed as much as I, and I didn't know where to go from here. Yeah okay, you get me a Bible, what do I do with this? Yeah, yeah. So it really came to be something very strong in my life uh, and very just, not routine, but it was just, it was bigger when I came to Dallas and I met his friends and I became part of the church and now it's amazing. Where do y'all go to church here? We go to fellowship. Okay. And I, I sing there sometimes and- I've become the most. I've become friends with the most amazing Christian women who I wouldn't have if I never moved yeah. here. And so I, I have a great community of girls who I trust. Who they're the real thing, and it's nice to not be around um, who you thought Christians were because in Seattle. When I, talk, when I thought about Christians, I thought about the guys holding the signs downtown right, saying exactly. abortion is bad uh-huh. and fire and hell. And you're Turn like, what burn. the yeah. heck is yeah. going on? I, I don't like this. Yeah. And so seeing the complete opposite and God's love and the light that I saw in Sean and his family, it really gave me the best perspective. And just, I knew this is where I was supposed to be. And it's a really good feeling to feel so secure and fulfilled and grateful and blessed when you see just your life turning out like this. Yeah. So. Okay. So Seattle
0: to LA, well, to Seattle to lots of places, to LA, <laughs> to Texas. Do you feel like a Texas girl? We'll take you.
1: I mean, I have a license that says Texas on <laughs> okay, it. It yeah. freaks me out every time I look at it. But um, I think after living here, it took me it took me a long time to actually feel like somebody that was from here because I wanted to, I was like, "No, I'm Seattle. Uh-huh, I'm so yeah. Seattle. This is the opposite of Seattle." But the people here, just going back to these amazing people that I, I get to be friends with and I get to have community with, I I would like to think that now I'm I'm part of that yeah. of the Texas community. Again, I can't say we I'm a Texas you. person. We welcome, but you I'm, to I'm Texas. still a Seattle. Yes, yes.
0: Okay, so you go from walking to work in your broken socks to being famous. How has that been?
1: Well, with Sean by my side and the fact that the, I guess, fame was based on who I really was, you know, they see you on a reality show, it's you. And so going out on the streets, not wearing makeup or, you know, not having washed your hair, it's very refreshing and very empowering to just be the exact same person. Because you don't have to do anything that you, you know, if an actor... Or an actress, when you see them on the red carpet, that's not what they look like every day. So I'm sure they feel some sort of pressure younger, younger actresses to look like that because Uh that's what you expect. Or people who are on a reality show or people who are on a show who always look done up, I'm sure they have some type of pressure. Yeah. But I knew, for one, being on the show, I wasn't going to be anybody different than who I was because I would want Sean... To know exactly, the real you. yeah, and so I was really not wearing makeup and not doing all these things for my relationship with Sean because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fake it. I'm not gonna say, hey, I do my hair every day, and then you come home and you, I'm a completely different <laughs> and person. That this. would suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Sean, I tricked you. Yeah, and if he didn't want me, cool. Yeah, like, I'm fine with that. But at least I was being myself, and he wasn't picking me for some other reason. The c- pictures or the the cameras just happened to pick that up that right. I was trying to be real. And so um, now I just get to be real. And it's and it's really, really cool. Sometimes it sucks. You're like, dang it, I should have tried harder. And I was <laughs> like, why didn't I wash my hair that day? Or why didn't I even brush it? But um, yeah, for the most part, it's kind of silly. You just look at the magazines and you're like, what is that? That's dumb. And also when you're on, on camera or you're on TV, it's kind of, I would equate it to um, watching a home movie. I guess like if you're on a show, you don't really, it doesn't really register with you. How many people are watching that. it with you? Yeah. 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 But your you're just, home you just, movies say, yeah. get more
0: views than mine.
1: And well, I think, <laughs> I think that that keeps you grounded and that keeps you in a place where you're not like, well, I'm on this. Yeah. I've been on this. Uh-huh. And I mean, sometimes that comes out because you're like, dang, I met this person. Like that's freaking cool. But I usually get more starstruck by I saw Giovanni Ribisi in New York a couple weeks ago, and I'm obsessed with him. I have a huge crush on him. I don't even know who that is. He's an actor. Okay. He was, I, this, is, this is how you would know him. He, he was Phoebe's friend, or Phoebe's brother on Friends. Okay, got it. Oh my gosh, I have a massive crush on him. But I walked past him, and I care more about him than I do, you know, I don't know who I met. That's a big deal. But just like, I like those underground yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, again, if you see yourself on TV, it's kind of like, oh, well, we're always on our robots, and you see people projected on these things, and you just don't think about it on any bigger scale than, oh, cool, there's a magazine. It's like it's like a picture book that yeah. I put I put, put there the, Yeah, yeah. When you're on the cover, that's right. different. That's super weird. <laughs> yeah. But inside, it's it's cool. Yeah. From what I see
0: from you and Sean, just from what you put out on your social media channels, which is you put whatever Mm -hmm. you want. You know, we don't see your whole life. It seems like you guys love to be together. Oh, yeah. You love to just like you, Sean, and Samuel, your Mm -hmm. little baby boy who's so cute. And just chill at home and be like just at home. Like you said, watching TV. Is that your dream? Is that your like, that's what we want to do?
1: Well, I think that when Sean... Sean and I were on our first date and it was in Canada. I was the last first date on the show, which is like, crap, he doesn't like me. But it was like, it was perfect. It was a perfect way a normal relationship would go where you're friends, you flirt in public and then you kind of see a little bit more of them. You do a little kiss, whatever. And then you start to talk about stuff that was really serious. So I went on a normal track, but on our first date after going on a glacier and like, like being in this ice castle, yeah. yeah, having this ice castle made for you in the fire, whatever. Right after filming stopped, it was like, gosh, I really wish we could just go watch a movie together. And I think that clicked when it was like, I'd rather do anything with you mm-hmm. than pretend like we helicopters. Castle, yeah. yeah, I uh-huh. don't care about that. Yeah. And so it was like, let's just get in our PJs. Obviously, we couldn't do that. Because right. we, we were still on the show. But we knew that life would be normalized yeah. because of what our ideal was in life. So- what TV shows are y'all watching right now? Well, Game of Thrones is about to be on okay. on Sunday, which we have not done. It's,
0: Aaron and I have not done Game it's of Thrones. Pretty,
1: well, I don't know. I don't know your scale of. Okay, like, I
0: know everyone has their- I heard it's right. got a little bit of raciness in it.
1: Very. Is it I, language I or some of it porn or boobies? Oh, well, some of it's like for real porn. <clears throat> okay, but that's like mostly like first season. But yeah. the story, it's like. What Sean and I watch it, I get really upset when it's like the sexy stuff. So all he does is turn his head, uh-huh. ask me when it's done, and yeah. it's done, and then we get to watch the whole story uh-huh. together yeah. without me being upset. Uh-huh. So it's perfect. But I'm not. I'm fine about violence, uh-huh. but it's very violent. I love it though. Okay. The story is great. We just finished watching Fargo, which is good. I
0: started that. It's it based off the movie?
1: The first season was, and then oh, they and just, then there's more. There's three. Yeah, there's th- we just finished the third season. Have you seen the movie? Yeah, of course.
0: I watched it on a movie. I mean, on an airplane last summer. And when it first started, I literally thought it was a comedy. Yeah, oh, it's a dark I, comedy. Yeah, it's like this. It's weird. And then you know what? The plane landed, and I haven't seen the last like seven uh, minutes of the movie.
1: I know I did that. I awful? mean, that's just I hate when that happens because you're like, well, now I have to go watch the whole movie. I, know, I, did, I, never I think did I, did I did that, and it was um, I don't. Oh, Compton, straight to Compton. I'm like, dang it, I haven't I seen the last it. of that. Yeah, but um, yeah, we watch. We have very eerily similar tastes in like home decor and uh movies and TV shows besides the girly real housewives which I have to watch yeah. and like the e stuff Sean and I have very similar tastes so we like dramas I love thrillers I really am not a huge fan of comedies unless they're the day like during the day uh-huh. if it's night I want something dark okay. like that's just what I want so and I'm not a chick flick Sean is way more of a chick flick than I that's am that's hilarious yeah he's like Sometimes I just see that like something's got to give is on or like <laughs> I just watch or like uh, you've got mail. I'm like, what? what is this? Like, this is so weird. He's a he's a chick flick. Kind of guy. Okay.
0: Erin and I just did this last weekend. We've never done this before. We went to we didn't have any kids and we went to two movies back to
1: back. That is like oh we've gosh. never ever it's done so, that. Is it not so fun?
0: And it was at the movie theater. It was at um, Violet Crown, which is in Austin. Mm-hmm. is our favorite movie theater in Austin. It's like you have Alamo Draft House here. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Those, it's like L M O, but like right, stepped like up. The, yeah. So it's like oh, nice, oh, hey. nice seats. Yeah, uh-huh. So we went and we had lunch in between. Oh. Uh, we saw Baby Driver.
1: Yeah, we saw that too last week. I liked it. Yeah. And then we saw- uh, It was entertaining, for sure. Yeah, it
0: was entertaining. Lawber-esque? I can't, I never can remember how to say it. It's with uh, Nicole Kidman, uh, Kirsten oh, Dunst. Oh, yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. yes. It's with- um, Colin, Colin, uh, Firth. Colin Firth. Colin yes. No, not Colin Firth. Yeah. Colin Farrell. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's the, Colin. It's the Australian yeah, or yeah, the uh-huh. whatever. It was good. Or Irish guy. Sorry. He's yeah, Irish. It was
0: good. And he played an Irish guy in the movie.
1: But yes, it was like the period piece. Yeah. I want to see that too because it looks real thrillery. Well,
0: okay, let me just tell you from this because you've seen the trailers. Yeah. I was a little, I don't like scary movies and I was a little apprehensive. Like, I don't know. It seems thrillerish and yeah. I'm not into thrillers because those yeah. make me nervous. It was not at all.
1: Really? I didn't do that. Okay, now I'm. We felt as
0: though we were deceived by the trailer. See, I don't like that. I don't like when that happens. It wasn't bad. We just thought we got a different movie.
1: I don't know why they do that. Anyways, I know. But yes, that is my Sean and my dream. Okay, on his birthday, pretty much every year, that's what we do. To like just back to has however long we can spend there. We one time I got him. It's so fun. Like you just have to be like uh that's just Sean's and my favorite thing to do. We would choose that over going to a nice restaurant any day. But um, one year, the Hunger Games was like releasing their last one, and the the movie theater that we go to. Had like a triple, like a. So you could see three. all the ones before it. Oh my gosh! See it that was, would be fun. Oh man, it was like started at two, yeah, and you leave at eleven p.m. and you make friends with all these people are in the theater because you don't leave your seat like you always have, and there's only like ten people in there because right. how who can do that yeah. on a Thursday, Nobody. or whatever. Yeah. So we had oh my gosh, you just you go to the uh, food court, you get some food, you go back up, yeah. you go to. I mean, sounds amazing. That, I mean, I just want to do it again, but now we got a baby, and so it's just not as. But we do back to we can do back to back if. Grandma watches them. Grandma watches them. Lovey. Or, lovey. Okay, I was I mean, going to ask. It's not a lovey. Sweet lovey name. and what?
0: Papa J. Papa J. Lovey you, Papa J. I love it. Lovey, Papa J. <laughs> okay, before we go, I would be really, really wrong if I didn't ask you about your stationery company.
1: Oh, yes. Um. Gosh, that's been that's been a crazy work it Has this progress. been a
0: dream? I know you did design. Yeah. Like that's where yeah. your your education and stuff. So has a stationery company been a dream or did this kind of just kind of evolve over time?
1: It definitely evolved. I was never. I would be crazy to say that I've wanted to be an entrepreneur. I was. Ne- I've never wanted to be an entrepreneur. Okay. It's. I'm a creative. I like less responsibility <laughs> than most people, especially those who start a business when they're pregnant. Oh, which is like, like not a dumb dumb. It was in the, the world. stupidest. But I was like, oh, whatever. I'll stay home with the baby. <laughs> but I didn't know the hustle that it takes. It yeah. takes hustle. And Sean and I are very blessed to have opportunities to fund these kinds of things. Uh-huh. And so when I started it, I had a passion for design, for writing people notes, for having just that love be spread around in a funny way. So it initially was inspired by the fact that I brought notes to give to Sean on the show. And I always wrote them in a very funny way because I didn't want to be cliche. I'm not a cliche person. I didn't want to be like fluffy, fluffy. I can't wait to have babies with you Uh because I was not that kind of person. But the first note I gave him was like, um, "I'm vegan, but I love the beef," and I was like, "This totally it conveys the exact message I want to get across." Right. I dig you. I'm vegan, but you are beefy, <laughs> and so like I just loved that. Right. For uh, just just to give notes what and like the, the next quirky one, little yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "I dig you," uh-huh. and uh, I kept giving him notes. Are you still throughout vegan? No, okay. I'm in Texas. I, I, that's, I'm not in Austin, Texas. I would. Can I tell you that so we used to be Austin. vegetarians,
0: and then all of our uh, friends—what what do they do? About like,
1: it. It, it definitely is that because I was on the show and I was vegan. So many people put, put me in that category, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> I really still want to be, but it's really hard. It's hard, uh, especially with a family and a husband yeah. that doesn't. I mean, but you can get oh. really good meat. Erin and I always yeah. buy like well, yeah.
0: healthy, good meat. I don't know about
1: oh, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I. I really loved to create captions with pictures and it kind of came from that and putting together our say the dates and wedding invitations for our You created our wedding. all of them? I was, I didn't design Mastermind all of it. them, but uh-huh. I was definitely part of that, that creation and that design. But I just wanted to use my skills. Like, it just felt like I was sitting on a lot of potential and just using it to go to, and do appearances. Like, it just felt wrong. And so I... I originally, when I moved here, I interviewed at like Neiman Marcus and Fossil because I wanted to be in, I wanted to create something, Mm -hmm. whatever it was. I just wanted to be in it. Uh, And then I just realized, you know what? If I want to have a baby, it doesn't make sense to be in a cubicle job. I love cubicles. I love, I don't know why, but I'm like, I love it. You go to work you like you talk have to your friends, space, you put your yeah. Coffee. You're like you're motivated, <laughs> and you have like a place where you have to do work, and then you leave, and you do it the next day, and you get to. I loved getting dressed for the next day, and and now you have oh a gosh. job at your house, but it's chaos. You got to be self motivated, exactly, which what I'm is saying. extremely hard. hard. And um, do you get dressed for work every day? Because I don't. I work at home. No, what? No, I know. I'm not even dressed now. <laughs> like, um, no, but I. It, it's been a huge challenge in the best way because I know that the potential that I saw in myself, just as a designer, has been not proven yet because I'm not a successful company yet. But I know that it has pushed me to try things that I never wanted to do yeah. and just you know think differently. As hard as it is, and how unnecessary it is monetarily, because I've been in the hole for a really long time, which is fine to me. But it's really cool to have relationships with people and to see your vision come to life and to figure out how other people can see that vision and to show the people that like the market. I mean, the marketing part is my favorite thing. Branding, trying to figure out your target audience, trying to get to them. How do you market to them? How do you talk to them? Do you like just these plans? That's really my background is marketing, uh Um, not design. I was a graphic designer somehow because that's always... Someone always needs a graphic designer. True. So I don't... I mean, it's just... That's just naturally something that's very lucrative. But I never thought I'd be a designer. I thought that I would help... My original plan before the show was to get into the design things and then go to New York and be a fashion... Part of a fashion or like Real Simple magazine. Uh trying to figure out like photography and where the layout is of the pages. Like that's just a really fun thing in my head. And obviously, you know, my track had changed, which most people's career yeah. paths change. But mine was, I just, I want to feel like I'm using what I have done for the past, you know, eight years yeah. before I met Sean. So so where can
0: people get your cards?
1: They can go on goloco.com and it's loco, like crazy. It's spelled like your last name. Right. So it's low company. I it was low company. Well,
0: no, it's it
1: is. loco. Well, loco because it's crazy though. Like it's a very subtle, and that's kind of our cards. It really shows like, okay, it's a subtle wit, and that's I kind like of it. like you know. And so I was like, oh man, that's really cute. But a lot of people say low and co, and I'm just like, no, no it's loco, loco, like crazy, crazy. So loco. I need to be better about that. But it's I say it's eighty percent like it's Spanish for chic. No, it's Spanish for crazy and English for chic. I, I like it. to say that because it's like, okay, now I get it. And you have cards that you can plant? I, I for se- It's seasonal. But yes, we have a, a collection. It's called Cards That Grow. They are growable, uh-huh. plantable cards. And they turn into wildflowers, which is really cool. But I only introduce those like the McRib. It's seasonally. It makes <laughs> sense. I want people to get excited about it. It's a very, very popular product. And I, I wanted to start with it, but then there's this need and this, um, you know, they, someone will put you in a box. Okay, now you're, uh, yeah, you're you eco-friendly do yeah. uh-huh. and now everything that you don't do that's eco-friendly, you're going to be you like know, in trouble for. Exactly. So I feel like, dang it, I want it to be part of me because it's definitely part of me. I'm a recycled person. But it's teen. not who you are,
0: 100%. No.
1: No, of course not. I mean, I where do I live? Yeah. If I I'd be living in Guatemala, you know, in some Uh you know trying to sustain my own life. But that you made off the grid, exactly. So I mean, I'm still a normal modern girl, but I definitely pay homage to the Earth and because that's a huge. I'm called Gaia. My family calls me Gaia. That means Mother Earth. I've always been recycler and. When's Earth
0: Day? This is when we need to release these.
1: April 22nd. It's, oh. my sec- it's my third favorite holiday. And I was born, <laughs> I was born a week late because uh, my birthday is April 29th. And I get mad at my mom because I should have been born on, on Earth Day. Day. Okay, I have <sighs> learned so many random things about
0: you. <laughs> the number 17, the number nine, yeah. Earth Day. Earth Day, yeah. Do you Milo. like
1: McRibs? No, I've never okay. had it. I've never had I'm one not, either. But I just, because no, you no, said no. I was I'm wondering. I'm just saying like people like are no, crazy for that. I know. I don't know anything else that you could equate it to. I mean, obviously, I'm not on that scale yet, but I want rim. people to get really excited. People yeah. still ask me, where are cards that grow? And I'm yeah. like, miss out. I told you. Hello. I, I, if you want to get- Come back next yeah, April 22nd. Exactly. Or like email, li- follow our email list. It's perfect for Mother's Day. It's perfect for the springtime. I love that. But it. I mean, it's we're in Texas right now. And who is planting right yeah. now? Unless it's like tomatoes. right. And we have no rain. Exactly. So I'm saying you can't. We need some rain in Austin.
0: We dwell on a lot in our lives. We dwell on some problems. We dwell on the past. We often wake up first thing in the morning and our minds are already dwelling on it, whatever it could be of our crazy schedules, worrying about our health, tough periods of parenting, sadness over loss. The list goes on and on and on. And sometimes it seems impossible to do anything but dwell on it. That is why dwell was created, because we can dwell differently. Dwell is a Bible memorization tool. You can easily memorize one Bible verse for every month. One of my favorite ones that we have memorized so far is Romans 12, 12, which says, Be joyful in hope patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. And in fact, I keep the tag that they send me on my key ring and so I can look through them. And just today I pulled that up and said that verse out loud. Dwell offers memberships that starting at $9.95 per month. Some of the memorization tools that you get include temporary tattoos, vinyl stickers, art prints. You guys, this is a great, great, great thing for families to have, for teenagers to have, to help with little kids. Go to dwelldifferently.com. Use code JAMIE15 for a 15% discount on a prepaid membership. That's dwelldifferently.com. Okay, Catherine, this has been so much fun. <laughs>
1: Same. Thanks for it.
0: sharing your whole story of The Bachelor with us.
1: You're welcome. And I am so sorry that you had
0: to watch the wedding dance. Oh, my gosh.
1: So bad. I, like, even know exactly her outfit. Her hair, <laughs> I know it. She is a beautiful girl. Is she I the just, one that just got was, married, like, yes, last yes, weekend yes. or and something? Yes, yes, she was—it was just predestined for me not to like her because it was just, like, not the right timing. I, we would have been friends if it was any other time, but we just—it just—it couldn't be. That is so difficult. It's very hard, and I feel bad for her because I wasn't close with her for that reason. I'm sure now if I explain myself, I'm sorry I didn't like you. I mean, obviously. I'm sorry that my husband be like you had more I mean, physical contact her. with him than no, I did. I, I, I do feel bad and I've, she's not going to be just... She doesn't follow me or anything. But I bet she does not listen to the happy hour either. So we're good. (laughs) I disinvited her to our wedding. Oh, you did? How do you disinvite someone? Sean invited her (laughs) and to be our wedding dance instructor. And I was like, dude, what is wrong with you? She's a dude. She is bringing me heartache. Why would she come to my wedding? It's my my wedding. And and so like it was a a big thing at the time because I was like, I'm sorry. Not only you're not coming. So crying, how did you disinvite? Is that a new card? No, like I just didn't. Uh, no, Sean, Sean, <laughs> like on the on her. Oh, little you took media her off circuit. The list. No, she wasn't even on it. Okay. I hadn't put, we hadn't even planned our wedding yet. This dude didn't want to start planning our wedding because I was a crazy, crazy, depressed, angry woman. Of course, he's like, no, let's not start let's planning. Not start I was like, yet. I don't know. I haven't like, you know, I haven't dug the grave yet. So yeah, we were, we weren't even talking about it. But of course, that's always the top of conversation when you just yes. get engaged. When's the When's wedding? wedding? When's the wedding? Oh, well, Peter will be there uh-huh. and she'll be here in dance. I'm like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And not only did we not have a dance instructor, this fool didn't even want to dance with me. I was like, I will pay you because obviously that's your motivator. You want to dance with a star. I'll pay you to dance with me. Of course, he did like two spins, and I'm like, man, come I on. Something cute. But whatever. And you know, we that could would do have been it because sometimes that's weird. Sometimes when it's like a serious, like choreographed dance and it's not. Like when it's stoic, it's not as cute. Yeah. So we were just laughing the whole time, which was better. Better anyways. But still, I was like, I will pay you for it. I that. always find first dance <sighs> at
0: weddings, they can sometimes be awkward because everyone's staring at you. Well,
1: my dad's was weirder. My Why? dad will probably listen to this too. He learned the waltz, okay? <laughs> and he took lessons for a month. Oh, that's sweet, It's right? very sweet. But he didn't take them with me, so oh, I-, I didn't know the waltz. <laughs> I didn't know the waltz. So when we got up there Did he tell he you he expected been, me to I, know the waltz and then got upset because I didn't know how to why he was dancing with me like that. Let's talk. No, he wanted to show everyone he knew the waltz. It but he weird. didn't let you
0: know ahead of time, hey, we're gonna waltz.
1: Well he said I'm you know, I'm practicing the waltz, and I'm like, but I'm not. So, I mean, I didn't really connect the dots. Yeah. I, but he really wanted to do the waltz, but I was ruining his big moment. His big <laughs> moment. Like, on your wedding day. Yeah, I know. I'm like, Dad, <laughs> I just want to dance. I want to talk to you. Isn't this fun? You know? I should have danced with my mom, That's honestly. hilarious. My mom and I would have done, like, some funny jig or something. Did Sean and Lovey dance? Oh, i so sweet. Milo and Lovey. I'm going to come up with all the names. Lovey is one of my best friends. And I don't say that. Like, uh-huh. just to be, she literally, I see her more than most people. Probably, I see her more than I see anybody else besides, like, my personal trainer. Yeah. Would
0: you see every day. Well, I mean,
1: no, twice a week. But I'm very close yeah. to Cher Lowe because she, I mean, we get each other. It's yeah. like this really cool, like, she is a Southern belle. Uh-huh. But she's also a hardcore mom. Like, hardcore as in, she, she was like, oh, I, I know exactly all the places in the mall where I could take and spank my child. Like, that, I'm like, yes! <laughs> I need to you know. teach me now! And so, like, of course, she's fun grandma, but I want to know her tricks. Uh-huh. Because I want to do that. And she's raised two great kids. Exactly. So I'm really, I get to be with her and not only be her friend, but really take a lot of guidance from her about child rearing. Yeah. Like it's really a cool relationship and she knows I love her so much and I love Jay and I am so blessed to have this family away from my family because if they weren't here, I would have had an even harder time adjusting to Dallas. You
0: would have been even more alone. Oh, yeah. One time I was at the mall and I had two kids at the time and my oldest probably was four, okay? And he did something and so I took him into the bathroom I said, I'm going to give you a spanking. So we leave the carousel, we go into the bathroom, it's a single bathroom, not like all the stalls. Right, right, right. It's a single bathroom, okay, but okay. there's people waiting outside. Right, right. And I'm like, you're going to get a spanking. You disobeyed. Now you're going to get a spanking. He starts screaming, mommy, don't hit me. Mommy, don't hit me. And I'm like, you need to stop right now. I'm not hitting you. You're getting a spanking. Mommy, don't hit me. And I had to, I was. Oh my I gosh. Was, I mean, people were outside the door. Yeah, yeah. And so he didn't get a spanking. So he won. Gosh, and then we had, like, we talked smart. about it later, but he was so smart. Isn't that smart? So smart. I was like, you little turd." Oh my but gosh!
1: That 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 would be good in any other situation. Exactly, but that. <laughs> exactly. But then,
0: like, um, but the call he didn't help not, later. Yes, <laughs> but, he didn't get many spankings, and he got out of
1: that one. That's a really funny story. I know, like that's a great story. Yeah, but I was a little embarrassed. Well, and then, of but then I was like, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm hitting you. Yeah, you, you need then. another spanking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you didn't really do it me I home. mean, you don't know I what know. you're doing. You're four. But, I know, exactly. Um, I know. At one, I'm like, oh, you should not <laughs> be doing that. And I'm like, trying to discipline. Yeah. It. And it's like, that's not going anywhere. And then he's Why so I cute. And you're I'm like, like, oh, like, you're one. Uh, you're one. I know. Uh. Okay, Catherine, thanks for coming on the happy hour. <sighs> thanks for having me, letting me go Jen, on my rant. Thanks for hosting We're Samuel right now? He's with. Our nanny, I okay. guess. she awesome. She's there like five five hours a week or Perfect. something like that. Perfect. Okay. Thank you so much. Have yeah, a great thank day. Thank you. You
0: too. All right, guys. I love the show with Catherine today. So awesome. I also want to thank Ravel for sponsoring today's podcast. Guys, do you want your child to have the option to get into the best colleges and universities, to master real life skills, to succeed in their future endeavors? Now's the time to actively engage with your child's education with Education a la Carte. In this practical book, parenting expert and longtime educator, Dr. Kevin Lehman, takes the guesswork out of choosing the best schooling for your child. He explores the pros and cons of public, private, and charter schools, as well as homeschooling and online schooling. Visit RavelBooks.com to learn more. Guys, I told you that you would love Catherine. And don't you love her even more now? I'm so thankful that I got to sit in person with her and chat with her. And she is as lovely in person as she is online. I loved hearing her story about her friend and her going to church and following Jesus and her and Sean working through marriage and the way that she loves her family and her family loves her. It was a fabulous show. Today's show was edited by Chris with Pod Shaper, and the music is from Jason Poe. Next week, my guest is, well, you guys, you're just going to have to wait because it's kind of up in the air. Don't you just love surprises? And speaking of next week, I promise, I promise, I promise you don't want to miss out on the show because I have that huge announcement that I have building up that I have thought I could tell you every week, but they have guaranteed me that next week you will know. And I'm telling you, you want to know because it involves you plus me, maybe on a trip. Oh my gosh, I might've said too much. Hopefully they won't be mad. Okay, guys, there it is. Enjoy your week. Share the show with a girlfriend and have a happy hour with a friend. I'll see you guys next week with my guests. Who knows? Go find out. See you then.